0: This is a brief message that Brother Blair preached on January twentieth, 1979, when the Church remained in New Jersey. He invites the congregation to move beyond fleeting inspiration over new revelations and commit to the sacrifice of love that alone makes God's promises real in their lives. By the end of that year, they would prove their obedience to this word, putting shoes on their faith and making the Exodus from the East Coast to Grand Junction, Colorado, with many attendant tests and trials. do you not know that in a race all the runners run but only one gets the prize run in such a way as to get the prize everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training they do it to get a crown that will not last but we do it to get a crown that will last forever Therefore I do not run like a man running aimlessly and I do not fight like a man beating against the air before the Lord began to to deal with us that's exactly what I I was trained in the thinking that Christianity was is running aimlessly and beating against the air the prize was off down there somewhere but the prize didn't make any difference and I was talking to the elders tonight about some of the same things that Brother Joel just mentioned in a little different light. It was as if everybody was trying to find out the latest revelation, you know, so that they could get them together a good sermon. And say, well, I got it together and preached a good sermon, you know. And it just seemed like not just Pentecostalism, folks, but I mean Christendom, was, was into getting inspired by God. And not really doing anything about it, not really going into the strict training that God had for them. All day today, I think from the time I got up this morning, when I started reading some stuff, and and uh, t- then I talked on the phone. I've been thinking over and over and over again, you know, how uh, all of the putting out of of messages and 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 the the talking about things and the, the revelations and uh, uh, all of that business, it doesn't mean anything until it becomes a living reality in someone's life, you know. That's that's where it gets down the nitty gritty, you know. <laughs> we sit around and look in our Sears Roebuck catalogs, you know, at uh, discipleship and five-fold ministry and peace and god's kingdom and god's government righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost you know we flip through our catalog you know and and we're looking at all these d- different uh pieces of uh equipment and then god says isn't that beautiful how'd you like to try on this harness here then it comes time to coming down and, and uh, walking into the corral and uh, putting the harness around the, the old neck Quit dreaming about life on the farm and <laughs> you know, start pulling a plow. Suddenly, you know, the, the beautiful pastoral scenes of the green trees and the the green fields, you know, and the 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 corn up to here and the beautiful clean farmhouse, you know, it all disappears behind the dripping sweat and perspiration and and aching bones. But that's exactly where God wants us. And it's exactly there that victories come. And I told Joel, I said, you know when we get through with all this literature, man, when we finally get everything out that God has given us, every last piece of the, the puzzle that He's shown to us, and then I said, none of that will make any difference whatsoever if all it does is inform people's minds and people just sit around and talk about it. But we've got to live it out in our lives. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then God is going to take just the seed of what's happening and He's going to sow it in people's lives. Then there's going to come travail and they're going to bring forth the expression of the Word that God is putting forth. Then we're going to have to train the man-child of the body of Christ in the way that it should go. And we're going to have to listen to the the voice of our Father as He instructs us and, and guides this child of a nation in the path that it should go and we've got to become a, a living expression of what God is doing I said something else tonight that just occurred to me you know that coming into that harness shop that God talked to us about we don't think that's real it may be just another deal to you a revelation to you but to me it's real and if you've been a part of this fellowship very long You know it's real to a lot of folks around here. (laughs) You may be getting off on a revelation, but, but what we're really trying to get off on is the reality. And nothing in this world can make us bend our old thick necks to that harness except the love of God. And it says in the Bible, bind the sacrifice to the altar with cords. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to present ourselves as living sacrifices. He doesn't want us to get off on the on the pretty end time picture of victory, but he wants us to present our necks to the harness, our lives to his control. He wants us to offer ourselves as living sacrifices. There's a lot of flotation Christians in this world, and they're always looking for pie in the sky. You know, it's always greener on the other side of the hill. There's a pot of gold at the end of every rainbow. But if you want to win the race, you've got to enter into the discipline. Hallelujah. You've got to learn to run. You've got to go into training so that you can run with patience the race that's set before you. And brother, that's going to take binding yourself to the altar of God with the cords of love. Praise God. If people submit to one another and to the body of Christ and to the lordship of Jesus Christ because of an obligatory sense of duty they ain't going to make it because when the fires are lit under the sacrifices it's going to get hot and it's only the cords of love that are going to keep you bound to the altar submission comes from love not by force (laughs) praise God that's all I want to be joined to I mean it I want to be bound together with people who know the love of God and who love Him. Praise God and whose cords of love that bind them to God's altar as living sacrifices are going to help strengthen my cords that bind me. Sister Donna's testimony tonight was just such an encouragement to me. It just lifted me up. Realms in the Spirit. Some of the other things that have taken place. Nobody's interested in a performance Nobody's interested in, 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 in someone just trying to, you know, show that they can, you know, prove something to somebody. We're interested in brothers and sisters that, that will, will run the race with us, you know. Hallelujah. Who are interested in becoming disciples of Jesus Christ, who want to know God and to love Him, to serve Him, praise God, and to walk with Him, to hear His voice. Thank you, Jesus, to be a part of this kingdom. Hallelujah. I mean, I've seen too many deals fall to pieces. Well, I'm telling you, too many churches that uh, we're going to, you know, do something great for God. Praise God. Just degenerated into nothing, you know, just man-centered kingdoms. Praise God. If love isn't your motivating force, if the love of God hasn't drawn you to Him, and if the love of God hasn't drawn you to His people to unite your heart with theirs, then you're in the wrong place. Because we got no nothing to perform here. We've got no deal that we're trying to do that, that holds meaning to our lives. Anything that comes out of us is merely... An expression of the love that God puts in our hearts. we got no other plan. we got no other reason for being. We're not going to build a great cathedral. We're never moving toward that. We're not going to build a 4,000 seat coliseum. Never going to do that. So if you wanted to see something develop into big time religion. You came to the wrong place. Because we're moving in the opposite direction. We're moving toward Golgotha. Praise God. The Lord spoke to me a long time ago, and I shared this with the elders too, and probably should have told you a thousand times. Maybe I haven't. But he, he spoke to me in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and said that a principle of living for him is a continuous laying of Isaac upon the altar, and you'll never be a son of Abraham until you can do that. Until you can prove to God. That the promise giver means more to you than the promise. That the end means more to you than the means. Hallelujah. That the goal means more to you than the method. That the creator means more to you than the creature. Hallelujah. And God will test you, brothers and sisters, over and over again. And he will cleanse you of all your vested interest. Praise God. And all of your infatuations with the methods and the means and the promises and the Isaacs. To make sure that your first love is the Lord your God. And He will test you over and over again. And He will get you to lay your Isaac on the altar over and over and over again. To purify you and reduce you to love. Until you're not living for anything. Not what you can do. Not what the church can do. Just God. Just God. You're not living for anything else except that. So bind yourself to the altar with cords of love because the fires are coming. (laughs) It's coming down. It's going to purify us.